Well, hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for joining me today. And greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here's what I want to talk with you about today. I want to talk about the work of the church. Think about it. People come to church in a wide range of spiritual conditions. How do we manage that? And how do we get everybody moving in a Christward direction? That's what we want to talk about today. For any organization to be successful, it must know what its mission is. No business can effectively reach its goal if it does not know what the goal is. The same thing is true about the local church. The local church has a mission to fulfill for its members. The question is, what is the church's responsibility to a person once that person becomes a member of that local church? And what is God's plan for the church to meet that responsibility? Again, if we don't know the answer to that question or those questions, we can't effectively fulfill our mission. In this episode, I want to talk with you from Ephesians chapter 4. There, Paul the Apostle addresses some important aspects relating to the work of the church. First, let's talk about the spiritual leaders that God has placed in the church. Here's what verse 11 says about that. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. I'll briefly touch on each of these. The first one mentioned is the apostles. The word apostolos literally means one sent forth. Before Jesus returned to his father, he chose his 11 closest disciples to be apostles. In that role, they would no longer be followers of him, but he was sending them forth as leaders of the early Christian movement. Of course, no one today meets the biblical requirements of an apostle. But we do have those who are called apostles by the heads of denominations to their respective denomination. The next one mentioned is prophets. They are the ones who are gifted to speak forth the mind of God. Sometimes they are foretelling things of the future. At other times, they reveal unknown things from the past. The third one mentioned is Evangelist. This word comes from a word meaning a messenger of good tidings. In other words, 
An evangelist is one who tells the good news, that is, the gospel. The next one mentioned are pastors. What separates a pastor from an evangelist is that a pastor is the overseer of a local church. And finally, we have the teachers. Teachers have the ability to present complicated truths in a way that's more easily understood. So that's a quick synopsis of the five types of ministers mentioned in verse 11. Now let's talk about the role of these church leaders. According to verse 12, they are for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So their role is to equip the church members for the work of the ministry and for edifying the saints. Some church members are of the opinion that the work of the ministry is mainly for the pastor and other church leaders who are being paid for their service. But the truth is that the minister's job is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Now the question is, what is the end goal? In other words, what are we ultimately trying to accomplish in the local church? Paul addresses two important objectives of the church. The first objective is found in verse 13. Paul writes, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This verse talks about unity of the faith and unity of the knowledge of the Son of God. This does not mean that we all have the same degree of faith and knowledge of Christ, but it does mean that there is unity in our quest for these things. From the pulpit to Bible study, to small study groups, to Sunday school, etc., there is unity. We should be united in our faith and our quest for the knowledge of the Son of God. Finally, this verse, verse 13, talks about us coming to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. My friend, that is a reference to Christ-like maturity. That should be the vision for church leaders in their local church. That is to help and to equip each member to realize Christ-like maturity. The second objective is found in verse 14. Listen, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and 
cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. In other words, an objective of the church is to edify the members so that they can't be carried away and deceived by errant doctrine. If this was a concern almost 2,000 years ago, you know it is now. There are so many false teachers out there. The church's mission is to bring each of her members to spiritual maturity so that they can't be moved by the winds of false doctrine. Sad but true, many believers are not rooted deeply enough in truth so they can discern truth from error. Obviously, based on what we have talked about heretofore, the work of the church is serious business. And the key to our success lies in verse 12. It basically says that the church leaders are to equip the members to in turn edify the church body. There are a number of benefits of being a member of a good local church. The church is a platform for us to corporately worship God. The local church provides a means of having fellowship with people of like faith. That's important because you may work in a place where there are few, if any, believers that you get to connect with and speak openly about your faith and be encouraged. But the church is also the place where we become better equipped for the work of the ministry. At the beginning of this message, I said, for any organization to be successful, it must know what its mission is and that no business can effectively reach its goal if it does not know what that goal is. Well, that's what Paul was writing to the church at Ephesus about. It's not enough to gain new church members. We have to know what to do with them when we get them. Sometimes local churches pray for God to bless them with increased membership. But sad but true, some local churches don't have an effective plan for their members, even when God blessed them with increased membership. So again, according to Ephesians chapter four and verse 12, our goal as church leaders is to perfect the saints for the work of the ministry and for the edifying of the body of Christ, thereby making the church stronger and less subject to errant doctrine. Amen. Praise the Lord for his word today. I hope that you were blessed as we talked about the work of the church. Listen, my friend, God has a plan for the church and every believer is a part of that plan. Every one of us who is in Christ has been blessed with something to contribute to the edifying of the body. Praise the Lord. Well, that brings us to the close of this episode. 
Thank you for connecting with me. Until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, make heaven's best be yours.